We are going offer up deals and chill tonight on the Holo Chronicles podcast. What's up, everybody? I am flying solo tonight. Josh is out on business, and we got some things to talk about. Let me first tip my hat to those in the chat. Good to see you guys. Uh, John and Shabby, Derek, Jason, Mr. Rez, Miss, uh, Mr. Gilster, <laughs> and Nick and JD. And uh, I think I said John already, but it's good to see you, John. It's actually funny that you're here because I will reference you in a little bit. <laughs> it's good to see you, John. Um, we, we had the pleasure of being a part of podcast, uh, Podathon 2021 this weekend, and it was a massive success. All day streams of, of podcasts from num a number of content creators including a bunch of the old gang from the Beyond the Blast Doors network, of which we were once a part of. And uh, I think at the start when we were kicking around, uh, well, when Pete was kicking around doing it again, uh, he and Scotty, I think, had set a goal for like $2,000, $3,000, something like that. And throughout the day, $8,300 poured in from people like you guys. So I know a number of you, were there for it, contributed, participated, even if it was just a, um, a retweet or, or anything like that, it, it all helped. And um, the end result was a massive success. And I think everybody that was there for it uh, took pride in what was going on. The content that was shared was amazing. There were some outstanding guests um, and some really, really good content creators that uh, were providing hour-long segments throughout the day that were um, that were noteworthy, learned some things. There was some news that was dropped on a couple of those streams. Um, anyway, just a fantastic Saturday full of Star Wars chat and a good cause, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And uh, man, I, my, I, I applaud you guys uh, because I know a lot of you were there and, and uh, and, and took part in it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if we don't use our platforms for good, then what are we doing it for? I mean, truly, we've got uh, a toy auction coming up December 14th, uh, excuse me, December 4th, tentatively. Um, and so we're already getting the ball rolling on that. This time around, we're actually partnering with Dornbecker's Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon. And so it might actually be a little bit more professional this time around instead of Josh and I just going, hey, I wonder if we did this, what would happen? And we did, and it was awesome. So uh, so thank you again, from the bottom of my heart, from everybody that was a part of that, thank you. You guys, you guys were the ones that made it awesome. So for our part in that awesome day, we got... <laughs> yeah thanks man i see that uh <laughs> john it's good to see you i know it's late your time but uh always a pleasure man um oh left coast is here brandon's here 
Good times all the way around. Anthony, good to see you. Steve-O, good to see you guys. Uh, anyway, for our part, our role in that day uh, was to reprise our role as the guild in the bounty hunting game show. The best Star Wars collector game ever made. And I got to tell you guys, like, so it's only the third time we've done that. But man, it was <laughs> right out of the gate. Some of the most I've laughed on an hour long podcast show, whatever you want to call it. I've ever, I mean, <laughs> for those that if you haven't seen it, go to our channel. It's the next most recent thing that's on there. Bounty hunting from Saturday and man, hour long game show. I, I don't even know how to describe it really. Uh, I, I mean, for those that were there, you know, we did best deal, worst deal, and weirdest item. Um, there were so many. Okay. So in the previous two, there was like a moment in each of those where we were just like busting up laughing. Couldn't believe the either the how bad the deal was or, or how weird the item was. Or, you know, there was just a there was like a moment in both of the prior two. But this one had moments throughout that, man, our cheeks were sore from laughing and smiling. Uh, there were some tears shed. Uh, and and what's I, I don't think anybody noticed this, but I went back and watched a part of it today around the 56 minute mark. And I encourage you to go look this up when we're done. But around the 56 minute mark. Josh's puppy, who's like eight weeks old, um, kind of wobbled in and rubbed up against my foot. And so I kind of I, I pet the dog with my foot and immediately he thinks it's playtime, turns and bites down on my toe with puppy teeth and would not let go. And there was like a full minute of time where I'm trying to get this puppy off my foot He's deep into my toe and into my sock, would not let go, thought he was playing and just, oh my gosh, I was in pain. I was laughing hysterically because that was right when the C-3PO tape dispenser came on. Oh my gosh. And, and I'm minimized. So I'm just like in a small corner of the screen, but I'm, I'm like, oh gosh, it was absolute chaos. And I laughed so hard, like so hard. Um, but again, go check that out on around the 56 minute mark. And you can just see me kind of, I didn't know really what to do. That's the best I could describe it. I don't, I didn't know what to do. There was a lot going on and I was overwhelmed. Um, hey, Jackson, good to see you. Oakhurst, hey, Vern. Man, we got a good, we got a good crowd here tonight. And this is awesome. Uh, Dave's Dimensions. That's uh, new to our, uh, New to our stream, but uh, I, I did see, uh, I have seen you in the last one, and and uh, it's good to see you back here today. Uh, yes, Saber, please check it out. Please check it out. 56-minute mark. Man, um, <laughs> absolute chaos. Anyway, you never know what's going to happen on a bounty hunting episode. Um, some updates. Uh, you guys know that Josh and I have been trying to complete a 2021 
Topps Chrome Star Wars Galaxy base set. Um, and we're, we will have that completed this week. We, we got to the point where we were about four cards off of the base set. And so we just bought them on eBay instead of trying to get another hobby pack. And those hobby boxes are a little spendy. So, so we got those coming. We'll have the set, the base set finished off. Um, with that, I thought I would show you our, um, the two sketch cards that we got. Plus I purchased a third one just because I thought it was exceptional and it would go really well with the other two that we got. And I got it in uh, a frame, um, a three card frame here. These are the three. We got the Watto sketch card by Gavin Williams. We've got the Lothcat. It's actually a painting on a on a trading card which or a sketch card which is i think is pretty awesome by w silverman and uh and then the new one oops sorry the new one is i think is just incredible but i like that it was kind of a black and white sketch just like wado uh but a hondo onaka by j mendling 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 me being, I can't really make out his last name, but these are pretty sweet. Um, you know, they, these sketch cards are supposed to come one in every 109 packages. So the fact that we got two just in boxes, which is pretty awesome. And then again, I got this one off of eBay just because I thought it was worth the price and would go well with the ones that we already had. So it's pretty awesome. Honda looks pretty badass in that, you know, not kind of the happy go lucky, uh, trader, you know, he, he looks like a, a ruffian. What's up, Kylo. Good to see you, man. Um, but yeah, so anyway, those are our sketch cards that, uh, that we have now. Um, our buddy Jackson asked, us josh and i a question this weekend that uh we'd never been asked before and and i i thought i'd share it um jackson asked us if we own anything together because not only do we pod together uh and collect together but we're in the same town so it's not like you know it's not like our relationship with most of you um online we're not i mean we're not in different cities we're not in different states He's as the crow flies, he's probably about five miles, five miles away from my house. Um, it's probably more like eight miles if you drive it or seven, maybe. But um, do we own anything together? And that's a really good question because I I wasn't sure off the top of my head. I do know that we own the card set together. We've both contributed um, to the card set, and that's something that we will keep as a set in one place. But it might, I mean, it's, we have it currently in a, in a book, so it, it can tra transfer back and forth pretty easily. Um, but I wanted to say there was something else that we own together, but I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, usually I, I, I would know something like that off the top of my head pretty quick, but just looking around, I don't think we do. I think that's it. Um, do do you guys, do you guys own things jointly with other people? I mean, that can always be a little complicated, 
um, you know, even if it's among family members, like, like those, those GI Joe's over there, even though they are at my house, technically they're mine and my brother's. Um, but I house them because I have the space for it. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, we own the cards together and I think that's about it. We've actually talked about, and this is more like pie in the sky kind of thing of like maybe renting a, uh, I don't know, a, a, a small house or something and turning it into a little, uh, museum or something like that but i don't really know why just just probably mostly for our wives sake to get all of our stuff out of the house but that's one of us is gonna have to hit the lottery before we do something like that i think um yeah yeah i i hear you there um so i've got a trivia question and i'll tell you that uh i've actually got two I've got two vintage toy um, questions for you guys. And I'll ask the first one now. And I got to give a shout out to John at Awesome Geek Show uh, because he helped me out. I For those that follow us on Twitter, um, I posted some pictures of a, of a couple of really cool, big Star Wars vintage figures and vehicles lot that I bought. Um, but in there came two figures that I did not know what they came from. And so whenever I get a figure of something that looks old and I'm not sure of what it is, um, you know, there's a number of people that we've made connections with in our community. But I know that if I only want to ask one person that John from Awesome Geek Show is probably the guy I would ask. If this were who wants to be a millionaire uh, vintage toy edition, he's my phone a friend, probably. Um so shout out to John for, for helping me out here. Um, the question is, is what is this figure and what line does it come from? What is this figure and what line does it come from? Post your answers in the chat. We'll get to it. <laughs> this is not a hammerhead this is not a hammerhead uh what's cool about this is that it does have four arms and all four are separate uh separately articulated i know that one wants to move with it but they are they can move up and down independently so if you wanted to get hugged by four arms, um, this is your guy or girl. I'm not exactly sure how you can tell the difference. So uh, first in the chat would be Mr. O'Toole. It is from Battlestar Galactica. Do you remember what the name of this action figure is? And... You are right. <laughs> JD, it does look like a slee stack. Um, it is missing. It is missing a, uh, a robe. It did come with a robe. So yes, you are right. Left coast. It is called an Ovion. 
or Ovian, Ovian, and it is missing the lacy robe. So shout out to Jason O'Toole. You were first. Nice job. I know Shabby, you were close, a close second. Left Coast with the assist on the actual name and recognizing that it is missing its nice and shiny robe. So an Ovion, everybody. There you go. So you might learn something outside of Star Wars on this show tonight. Good first question. Now, let's get to the hall. Let's get to the hall. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so this weekend, well, on the day that we did bounty hunting, I thought that it would probably be best if I led by example and went on a hunt. And uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Josh and I, we live in Kelso, Washington, which is about an hour north of Portland, about two hours south of Seattle. And um, there were a couple of offer up posts. Uh, one was for uh, Millennium Falcon vintage that looked to be in good shape and have all of its parts minus unfortunately the training ball but that's pretty common uh down in vancouver washington which is about 35 45 minutes depending on where from where we're at so i planned to go down there on my way to washugal where another guy had made a post that he had a bunch of vintage action figures and his post had star wars gi joe mask and masters of the universe in it so he had quite an array and it looked like kind of a garage sale type thing but anyway i was going to make two stops and it was going to take me about an hour to get to the second guy um, but only about 35 minutes to get to the first guy and they were on the way to each other so it was nice <laughs> yes yes jd there are things expand your horizons <clears throat> now the post the post for these two things were on offer up and offer up for those of you that have never used that app uh it's similar to maybe maybe in your areas uh let it go um but it's it's kind of a local a local app i mean you can there you can get on offer up all over the place all you have to do is type in the zip code where you want to search so you can look up anywhere you want essentially and if they ship, then you can get it. But it's kind of like uh, Craigslist um, be, because it's more localized. At least that's that's how I've used it. Um, so this was local to our area. And, um, and so my first stop, is, I think his name was Sean. And uh, he, uh, he lets me in. I, I go to his house. He lets me in. And there wasn't just a Millennium Falcon on his kitchen counter. There were three, as well as um, a bunch of other things and a lot of figures. And I was like, whoa, hey, this, uh, this is a little bit more than just the Falcon. And he's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I thought I figured that if I was going to sell one thing, I should probably just sell all of it because I think it's just time for someone else to have it. And I'd rather do it in one stop than try and just part it all out. So I, I hope, I hope you're not overwhelmed, but I just put it all out there. Thank you, Sean. 
Thank you, Sean, for thinking of me like that. So he had a bunch of stuff. And uh, I said, so, so was this your stuff when you were a kid? And he's like, yeah, most of it was. I was like, okay, right on. Single owner. I mean, some of the stuff was definitely loved and played with. But, but two of the Falcons were in great shape and had all their parts. And the third one was just the shell that uh, he was going to try and use the motor for because he couldn't get the motors. The motors didn't work, he said, but he hadn't taken them apart. So there were essentially two complete Falcons minus the training balls, plus a third one for a shell. And then uh, a Vader TIE fighter, a cloud car, a Hoth battle set, a Wampa, about 30 figures, only a handful of, of uh, accessories and um, a sand speeder. So, oh, and a, and a Imperial troop transport that didn't work. So anyway, there was a lot there. And I was like, so what, what do you want to, what do you want for all of it? Like, okay. Like he only wanted 80, 80 bucks or 75 bucks for the Fal for one Falcon, which is a really good deal. Right. That's a, that's a good deal for a Falcon. So I was like, well, well, what if you wanted me to take all of it? What's the number that you would, ha you would have to have. And he was like, Ugh. And, he, and I could tell he didn't want to tell me a number that was was wild, right? He was trying to be thoughtful because, and, and he hadn't delved a lot of, uh, into this. Um, and so he threw out a number and I was like, you know, there's a little bit more there than what you're asking. And, and so here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks more because then I'll feel good about it. And then you'll feel good about it. You'll feel better about it. And then if you come across any more, or if you know anybody else, then you can send them my way because you know, I'm good for it. And he's like, awesome, man. So he walked away sky high knowing that his childhood toys were going to somebody that's going to appreciate it. Me. And I was going to fix up all of the electronics on all the things. Um, and then I felt good too, because I was still getting a really, really good deal on all that he had there. So he even had some modern stuff that he just basically kind of threw in um, not that there was a lot of value in it, but I gave them to my kids. And so they all went out as well. Um, but here's, here's one thing that was in it. And, uh, he even left the batteries in it for this one, but this is just, this is ready to go. It's missing. It's missing that, that sticker and that's it. Everything else is good. No, oh, I guess it's missing that sticker too. But this is ready to go. The clips and the hooks hold nicely. You can shake it and the wings don't pop off. And watch as soon as I say that, it'll it'll fly off. But anyway, this is in great shape. Everything works on it real nice. And uh, really didn't even have to clean this up. It's ready. It's ready. That's an awful sound, but it's so wonderful at the same time, right? Wonderfully awesome, awful and awesome. So there's that. So this was just one of them. I currently have all of the uh, Millennium Falcons torn apart uh, because last night I spent uh, a little time cleaning them up um, and getting the motors running. And I, I'm four for four. I got all four of them working working. 
Um, also, I brought batteries with me. And I posted this the other day um, when Joey, the Padawan collector, was looking for tips for, for new collectors. But I always bring some batteries with me when I go on a hunt. And that would be that would be two double A's, two C's. And if I think there's going to be an add out, I'll bring a couple D batteries. Just because if you can get things to work or if you can show that they don't work and they'll require a little TLC, you can use that as a negotiating tool. So there's a little collector tip for you. Carrying batteries in your pocket, not a big deal. Um, but here's something I'm really, really, really proud of. And this was a Twitter post today. I've been unsuccessful in two prior attempts to get a non-working Imperial troop transport to get the, the disc and the little record player with the sound effects to work again. You know, there, it's a delicate, tricky little mechanism inside and I've never been successful at getting them to work, but, and shout out to toy ploy and retro blasting. I watched a couple videos on, on what they did to get theirs going. And they have little how to videos that I'm, I, I always appreciate toy ploy. I, I've seen a bunch of his, um, but the only thing it didn't come with the battery cap, but everything else. <laughs> it's a little slow. That one sounded all right. Yeah. Man, I love this. I absolutely love this. Okay, and then that one's a little fast. Okay, so... Yeah, the motor in it needed to fire up. The needle needed cleaning, and gosh, I got a I've got a, a new sticker set coming for this. So when it's all said and done, this is going to look fresh, and it'll work. And I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it, to be honest with you, because I have one and it looks awesome and it works. But I don't know, maybe it's okay to have two of something, right? Or is that just being selfish? Anyway, I love that it works. It makes me very, very happy because those are tricky. And if you've ever tried to mess around with them, you know, you know that it is a, a tricky little beast in there. Um, Jason, I got to tell <laughs> I got to tell you that there are two versions of the troop transport. That one by Kenner, and then Sears had one that did not have sound effects. So, so maybe, maybe the one that you had been around or played with as a kid was a Sears version, and that wouldn't have sound effects. And so, uh, not crazy, not crazy to not know that these had sound effects because not all of them did. And AAA Left Coast, come on. Give me a little credit. Okay, AAA. <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me zip through the uh, comments here real quick. Um, yes, Nick, die advanced. Thank you, Shabby. 
<laughs> drooling. Yeah, there's, um, there was a lot. Okay, that was that was the first stop. Now the second stop, the second stop. Uh, you know what? That's not a bad idea, David. They should make the tie advanced for Black Series. Oh, nice, Nick. Hmm. Maybe you just need a new motor. If you only happen to know a guy that had extra motors laying around. Yep, keep batteries in your pocket. That's a, it's a good little tip. Um, Shabby, maybe, uh, maybe one of these nights on a Sunday even, evening call or something, maybe we can get you squared away because it's not hard. You just have to unscrew eight screws and, uh, and, and it's right in there. You just kind of mess with the little motor a little bit, maybe scratch up the leads a little and throw some fresh batteries in there. Potatoes, potatoes, Kylo. Come on. <laughs> uh, Mando style. Yeah. Uh, they did make one in, uh, the vintage collection series. Uh, Nick, there's a, there's a number of places on eBay that sells the die cast cut pre-cut sticker things. I can get you a couple of names if you are unable to find some. Um, what's up, Gannon? Good to see you, bud. It's been a while. Yeah. The Falcon pieces, um, Man, they some of them are not easy to replace. I know the uh, the doorway for the ramp, you know, they're often missing that little third tab piece in the middle. It's often broken. So finding a, a nice one that doesn't have that piece broken can be a little spendy. Hey, what's up, Crazy 8? It's good to see you. Um, Gallinorian Sabre, um, I have gotten to be pretty good now when i first started collecting and this kind of maybe you guys can relate when i first started collecting vintage stuff i was a little nervous about taking apart things and trying to get things working again um but uh, to be honest with you when i like for example that millennium falcon that was just the shell that's the one that i would i would try i would test things on right? Because it didn't have anything else with it. If I screwed it up, it was just a shell. It wasn't like there were a lot of parts and pieces to it, but like you, the only way you find out is by trying. And I know they're old, but even, even some of the more delicate things like the troop transport or the B wing, those are, those are, those can be a little complicated, but if you do it in a way where you organize your parts as you take them out, and I've found that the best way to take things apart, you just put them in the order in reverse in which you need to put them back together. That's something I learned as I went, cause I had a pile of things and then it was like, how do I, and then I'd have to go watch a video to just figure out how to put it all back together. But, um, but I have become decent at it. And with, with all, all the things, the only thing I've never taken apart is an A-wing. I have an A-wing, and when I've put a battery in it, I've 
I've not been able to get it to work. So maybe at some point I'll try and take that one apart. Um, I still get a little nervous thinking about that. But everything else I've done, uh, snow speeders, ATATs, uh, Imperial shuttles, like they, they're doable. Don't be intimidated just because they're old. All right. Just, I know, I know that if you care about them, you will take care of them. So, and there's always a video that can help you get it back together or you can give me a call or something and I help you out. All right. So anyway, good to see you guys. Uh, thank you for your comments. Third floor. All right. Nice to see you, my man. I think you're a man. Uh, usually are. You'd be the first girl on here tonight. If you weren't, then, which is fine too. Cheers to you. The second stop. The second stop on my way down, I messaged the guy, tell him I was about 20 minutes away. And um, we had not talked about prices because like I said, he had Star Wars, GI Joe, Masters of the Universe and Mask. Uh, and he actually had a lot more other stuff too, but those are the ones that I could see in the picture. And so I was like, well, what do you want for this or that? And he's like, you know what? I, you know, you would probably know better than me, but I'm open to offers. So if somebody says that to you, what do you think that means? If somebody says, you'd probably know better than me, but I'm open to offers. That tells me something. What does it tell you? It tells me that he's not a toy guy. It tells me he doesn't know what he has. It tells me that he probably didn't play with these as a kid either, or that he's younger than the toys are old. So anyway, going into a negotiation, this favors me, right? So even though I'm not a, by any means, an expert when it comes to Transformers or Masters of the Universe or masks or things like that, I do have a good base of knowledge when it comes to G.I. Joe and to Star Wars. And I've got a little bit in the other areas too, just enough to be dangerous, just enough to get myself into trouble. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I get down there and the guy tells me right off the bat that he bought, uh, he bought a storage unit that had been left abandoned. And this is what was inside. So this also now tells me he's not, he's not partial to anything. All of it has to go because he's, he's turning a profit. That's all he's interested in. And I know he's sold some things already. So he might be to the point where he's close to, um, you know, breaking even. And I'm going to be the guy that puts him over the top, right? This is all that's going in my mind. And what he had that caught my eye was a Millennium Falcon with a box. Now, it wasn't like sealed in the box, but it, it came with an Empire Strikes Back box. I'm thinking to myself, I might just buy everything he has just to keep the box and then sell everything else. Because if I can get everything else at a good deal, one that he's willing to move a lot for a reasonable price, then I might be able to turn that into a profit while keeping a nice Empire Strikes Back box. But that's what's in my head. I don't know. We'll see. 
I haven't talked to the guy much yet. Um, but, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So he also has a Darth Vader figure case that's full on one side of figures with a few accessories. So I don't know, that's maybe like 15 to 18 figures or so. Um, they weren't in great shape. It, it looked like everything in the storage unit had been there for a long time. Everything was pretty dirty and dusty, um, which is fine. That doesn't scare me off. But these figures weren't in as good a shape. They were very loose-limbed for the most part, a lot of paint rub. So some beaters in there. And I told him that off the bat. And he was like, yeah, I kind of figured. Um, but I ended up walking away with all of the Star Wars stuff that he had there, too. Um, and uh, for, again, for the price of about what I pay, I would pay for a complete Falcon. Okay. So, so that meant for the day I had three Falcons plus a shell of one. So kind of four plus a whole bunch of figures, plus a few more vehicles and play sets. And, and I'm not done with that guy. I'm not into collecting other toy lines really, but seeing those mask items kind of pulled at some nostalgic heartstrings for me because my youngest brother was into mask. We had mask at the house. That was just a little bit past what I was interested in age wise. You know, I know I think I want to say I was like 12 or 13 when mask really kind of hit the mainstream. And for me, that was about when I was getting out of toys and, and action figures. Um, but, but seeing those, he had some very cool ones there and, and it made me want to, Made me want to make him an offer for the rest of it. So maybe I'm done with him. Maybe I'm not. But I wanted to. Um, you guys are killing it in the chat over here with some great collector tips, by the way. You guys are smarter than I am at this stuff. So, I mean, you guys should be the ones on the on the screen here. In fact, if anybody wants to hop on. I'm going to post an invite in the chat if you want to hop on. No pressure. You can if you'd like. No big deal if you don't. But uh, I'm just scrolling through here. Yeah, you're totally right, Gilster. Josh and I on Storage Wars would be awesome. That would be so much fun. But, uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, you can get storage units for three, four, 500 bucks. And you know, that's, I can't say that I've never spent that on a toy hunt like I did this last weekend. So, um, yeah. Packaging 50% of the reason for getting my Japanese mini LP CDs this Christmas is the packaging what's in the box. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're not wrong there. The packaging, the packaging itself does bring about a sense of nostalgia, right? Cause it's like, so pure, it's pure marketing. It's innocent. It's here's some figures with 
a vehicle or here's a playset and some figures in it that would look cool. Or sometimes the figures and the vehicle or the playset don't line up at all. And then it's funny, right? So yeah, those that have watched and listened, you guys know that over the last couple of years, I've been trying to go back and buy boxes for the things that I have. And I have a Star Wars Millennium Falcon box, uh, but I don't have an Empire Strike Back box. So, I mean, now I, I mean, now I do. So that probably means I got to get a Return of the Jedi, which those are spendy. Those are not cheap. So, um, <laughs> you know what, David? Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, the packaging is is great. <laughs> Joey, don't be pissed, man. You live in a bigger city than me. These deals are out there. You just have to be patient. And I'll give you I'll give you another collector tip, something that has become habit for me now. Part of my morning routine when I get up, stretch, kind of get my bearings, I use the restroom like many of you probably do too after a cup of coffee I don't drink coffee but but maybe you uh maybe you hit the loo at some point in the morning well while I'm there I check off or up it's just part of my morning routine now so if there's anything within a 30 mile radius of my house having to do a Star Wars that gets posted on offer up I'm on it at six in the morning and uh, I also have notifications for Star Wars related items, as well as GI Joe. I still like to know what's out there, even if I don't buy them as much anymore. Uh, but that's my morning routine. Now, if you lived in a big city like San Diego or Los Angeles or, you know, San Francisco, San Jose, anywhere along the West coast, there's deals anywhere. Really there's deals. I mean, we live in small towns and we find deals from time to time too. So you just have to be diligent. Have to keep, uh, Keep your eyes peeled and nose to the groundstone. I don't know. I'm getting my analogies. Um, but there's no reason to be upset, Joey. These these exist. Now, you don't find last 17 figures very often, but, um, but yeah. Gary, you're not wrong. The retro Marvel packaging is pretty slick. It reminds me of, of the comics themselves, which I know is a hook for a lot of you guys. What's up? What's up, Rolando? It's good to see you, man. <laughs> now, come on, guys. There's no need to be upset. Three Falcon boxes. Oh, baby. All right. Well, I, uh, yeah, you're right, Shabby. And not only that, 25 in the chat, but we've got a couple of lads with us here. Um, you guys have probably seen them. They're good friends of mine. They've become buddies in the collector world and just buddies in the world. We have Star Wars that unites us. But, uh, yeah, so let me bring in my friend Nick. Nick. Hello, Andrew. Good to see you. And also, let's bring in my man, J.D. What is up? Good to see you, What's JD? going on, fellas? Howdy. Um... Oh, what is that I hear in the distance? 
<laughs> Andy, we could oh, that's we could literally be twins. I don't have the battery cover. I don't have any stickers on it, but they look ni- nice and smooth, man. If only your battery yes. came from Publix, we'd be set. <laughs> I just have a Kodak battery. I, I'm JD, do you have one, one of these? <laughs> well, hey, we might have to rectify that. Yeah. So, so guys, since you're on here, um, let me ask you guys, uh, because I, I know you guys collect. Um, when was the last time you found a, a nice big vintage Star Wars lot that was untouched? You know, kind of like the ones that I had come across this weekend. I, um, I've got my, uh, my family usually goes through and tries to find stuff for me all the time that, uh, they're always picking up stuff going, Hey, do you have this? Hey, do you have that? Blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, a lot of times I look at them and go, yeah, yeah, I got that. I got one of those. Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> but every once in a while they come across a pretty big lot and sometimes they're decently priced and I have them ship them to me. And other times it's like, ah, it's way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, there are times definitely when I've passed on some things, but it's hard. I feel somebody somebody posted on my Twitter line that it's like I I'm I uh, I rescue dogs, but instead of dogs, it's vintage Star Wars, <laughs> and and then it's hard for me to let go of them sometimes uh, because I've spent time with them, I've cleaned them up, I got them working again, and then it's like. Do I really want, want to let this go or do I want to keep it? Uh, it's not a matter of want. I want to keep all of it. But yeah. my, my biggest you? problem with my biggest problem with big collections like that is you li- I live in Kansas and it's just, <laughs> you know, it's not like there's a big market here for it. Yeah. Well, that could mean you, you find some really good deals, though, too. That is true. It is true because I go to Target and it's like uh, the uh, X-Wing that I found for Gary. They had like four of them on the shelf and nobody was picking them up and they weren't even, you know, none available on the website, but I found them in the store because they're just not as many collectors. And basically you guys are the only ones I get to talk to that have collections like mine. Sweet. Well, glad, glad we could be here for you, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else thinks I'm crazy, but you guys, I mean, <laughs> we will enable you anytime you need us to. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah uh what's the what's the hunting like in alabama nick it's not great and i think i've complained to to you about this at some point in one of our phone calls we don't have like i I get jealous of silver every time i see all the things she finds and of course she lives in southern california and in la you know it's ripe with huge like stadium parking lot size flea markets every week you know there's tons of opportunity the stuff here, the flea markets we have, quote unquote, most of them are more like boutiques, like people have taken old furniture, painted it fancy with chalk paint, and they're selling bedside tables for $350. There's not a lot of like hunting, finding, that kind of stuff. But that said, answering your question, I had one score probably, gosh, five, four or five years ago on Facebook. It was local here. And a guy was selling a huge box of stuff for 50 bucks. 
and I went to his house and I really didn't even dig into the box. Like I saw the first couple of things on the top and I was like, here's your $50. How soon can I get out of here? Um, it had been in his attic. He said most of it was his from when he was a kid. Um, there was a little bit of lingering cigarette smell, which was fine. Those things clean out, clean up. But in that one box, I got a TIE fighter, the Star Destroyer playset, which is kind of over the top of my head right there. Uh, not the Star Destroyer, the Death Star playset. Um, it also came with the Star Destroyer. It came with a Falcon. It came with a Snowspeeder, a couple of the Hoth playsets, a Cloud Car. Like it was jam packed with stuff. And like I said, like the Falcon was on top and part of something else was on top. And I was like, $50, let's roll. Um, cleaned a bunch of it up, gave a couple of pieces to my buddy, Chad, who you featured on your show before. Um, so that was the only like kind of direct one that I found on my own. The other thing that I've been really fortunate is um, my parents once a month go to an auction that is run by some friends of theirs in the town that I grew up in. And so very regularly, my dad will call me and say, hey, they have a helmet. And I'm like, I don't care how much it is, just buy it because it's usually $5, $10, you know, cheap, that kind of stuff. So they brought me home, gosh, three or four months ago, a really great condition Falcon that I got for $10. Um, still missing some pieces. I've got two. I kind of need to go through and put the best pieces into the one that I want to keep um, and then figure out what I want to do with the other one. Um, they found me a Vader case. They found me most recently a box of unopened Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC special edition Happy Meal toys, <laughs> all in bags, including the boxes. The boxes are all still flat and unfolded. Um, my dad was like, yeah, he was selling it for $3. I was like, for $3, you just buy it, and then you figure out what you're going to do with it. So some of those I have sent in little thank you notes to guests on Podcast of the Wills. You know, stuff like that that is just fun to have and do stuff with. So my parents have actually done a pretty good job of finding some things at that auction that they go to periodically. Speaking of which, mm. my uh, the whole family collecting thing, my uh, cousin in Indiana, they've been they love Disney and everything about mm. it, you know, that kind of thing. I don't go to McDonald's very much just because I, I tend to try to stay away from that. My, you know, my gut can't handle it. Um, but they, uh, they've been going collecting those 50th anniversary yes. toys that they got out. Yes. My best friend is a huge Disney freak. And so he's been spending the time and he did get an extra R2. So he did hook me up with the R2. Yep. But, um, they got, they've got a BB-8 and R2 to give me. And so to say, mm -hmm. said, next time they come to visit, they're going to yeah. bring them to me. So yeah, I think he ended up with like 40 of the 50, which was pretty impressive because he was nice. really just like going to McDonald's, buying Happy Meals and half the time not eating them because he wanted the toy. <laughs> that's like disregard. That's, that's like discarding the gum when you're collecting baseball cards. <laughs> that's right. Well, forget the gum. I'm just the cards. Just here for the cards. Just here for the cards. <laughs> So Nick, what yes, sir. you got a bunch of the, the Happy Meal boxes, right? Mm -hmm. Or the so we can do with those. I don't know. Hold on, I'll show you one. <laughs> hey, uh, do you got a, a Costco in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, there's one probably about thirty minutes away from us. I'll show you something I picked up the other day because I've been really wanting to get the Lego Star Destroyer. But as oh, much yeah. as it is, I've been like, wow, that's that's a pretty hefty price point, and I really don't have the room for it. Yeah, so I'll show you something I picked up the other day. Now okay. These, all There's these, a few there, Nick. There are probably 15 or 20. And they're from when they released the special editions. 
all flat, unpunched. They've got the punch out little like paper doll looking kind of things at the top. You can cut out the sides and make little backgrounds for your action figures. Mm-hmm. Um, see Jedi. There's the Empire one, and they kind of have maybe like Shabby a, would like them for some hodgepodge. They ha- they have a little um, a little holographic <laughs> sheen to them. Um, they're Star Wars, yeah. So I've got all three movies: Star Wars, Empire Jedi, um, and. Wow. Yeah, and like I said, then a box full of the toys. And they're the ones, like you have the Cloud City that floats on the little thing. You've got the Boba Fett with his arms out like Superman. Yeah, the balancing thing. Yeah, yeah the balancing thing. You've got the Puzzle Cube, um, the Death Star where you squeeze it and it pops open. Um, it's all that stuff, but it's all from, because they did a run of those toys for the prequels as well, but these are all from the special edition re-releases of the original trilogy yeah um, so yeah i don't know what i'm going to do with them to answer your question i don't know what what i what i would do with them either if they were in my possession josh has some stuff like that too in one of his bins but yeah. right now they're just in bins so i don't, I think if nothing I, don't else, know what... I just need to keep one of each from the three movies and then figure out what i want to do with the rest because these could stay pressed and preserved for a while um, because they're in good shape. Put them up. Put them under a polyurethane uh, a shell on top of a dinner table and have them <laughs> for your dinner table. My wife would love that. I'm sure that would go over really well. <laughs> so yeah. So what, what were you going to show, JD? Oh, um, at the Costco, I found instead of the uh, the big expensive Lego one, this thing is 15 inches high and 30 inches long. Okay, it's the paper one. Yeah, it's the paper model. That's so I haven't cool. got a chance to put it together yet because I'm rearranging so I can get some bigger stuff in, including that Millennium Falcon you guys talked me into. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. I found this. Is they that, actually had it. Is that what it's called? Paper case Costco, man. It's pretty neat, and I'm I'm gonna try to put it together and see if I can display it without something turning it apart. They're really cool. They have they've got them at our Costco here as well, and they had the display set up so you could see one of them, and they're huge. And the details look really good. Like, it looks like it would display really nicely on a shelf. But they had Star Destroyers, um, Boba Fett ship. Like, there were a, there were probably 10 different ones. And some of them had two in a box, I think, didn't they, J.D.? Like, Yeah, they did. And this one, this one, they had a big pallet of them. And like you said, there was two in a box for the other ones. Mm-hmm. And this one, this is the only one I could find on the entire pallet in the Costco here in Kansas. Nice. And I had to actually dig underneath everything for it. <laughs> yeah, left coast, the sand crawler one is one of them. Yeah. So what do you guys think about uh, trying to buy a, a storage unit, uh, buying out a storage unit space, or or like buying an Amazon pallet or something like that? Some of these things where you take a chance, you know, spend a few hundred bucks, take a chance on what's inside and maybe you can pop on something that uh, ends up having some value or ends up being something that you would want. Well, what do you, what do you think about that kind of risk reward idea into collecting Nick, you go first. I, I think it's really neat and I admire the people that get to do that, but I'm terrible at gambling. So it wouldn't work out for me if I tried to do it. Um, you know, you hear those stories of, you know, somebody took a gamble on it and not necessarily like the TV show version of it, but 
Um, I saw somebody mention in the chat estate sales and you responded to that. My best friend, you know, his aunt and mom go to estate sales all the time. And on occasion he will find something, but usually with an estate sale, especially around here, it's much older, you know, everybody's Southern grandparents that are having an estate sale. There's not a lot of fines there, but as far as the storage pallet thing, you know, it tip for me, it's not enough of a reward for the risk. Um, but I may be risk averse because I'm terrible at gambling. So if anybody wants yeah. to play poker, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> JD, is that something you'd ever consider doing? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of stand with Nick. I, I have terrible luck. I mean, the you know, um, if you could find, I think, one thing out of there that would um, at least break you even on your investment, I, I you know, that'd be cool. But it's kind of like I know the value of my stuff that I have here, you know, various things about it. But, I mean, the only person that really matters to is my daughter because I told her when I pass away, she gets to have fun selling it all. <laughs> so, um, you know, if – I mean, I suppose if you're, I guess it's just whatever you're doing it for the excitement of just kind of a grab bag of different things that could be in it that you could use, or you could maybe give to other people that need to complete their collections. I think it'd be worth it. I mean, just to see what's in it and see what you come up with. Well, and I think yeah. there might also be the element of, and this is kind of what you were hitting on earlier, talking about Kansas, talking about Alabama, the regional specificity that could play into something like that being effective. I would be much more likely to take a gamble on a storage unit in LA than I would in Montgomery, Alabama, because the odds of finding some things, you know, comparatively speaking for the area, because yeah, there's nerds here. There's no doubt about it, but it's not nearly as prevalent as, you know, some other areas or places. I don't know. You're in, you know, you're in NASA territory down there. So there's definitely yeah, some sci-fi guys. Um, I, so the guy that bought the storage unit that I purchased the things from, here's what he told me. I said, well, how did you know you wanted to get that unit? Because they open the door mm-hmm. and you can't go in there. Right. You it's just like look, on the TV right. show. You just have to look and, kind of rubberneck around and see if there's anything in there that catches your eye. And he said, he said, well, the thing that caught my eye and why I ended up taking a chance on it was there was a, uh, it was opened, but there was a in the box Coleco vision. Okay. You guys remember those? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, he's like, that's what I saw. And I thought, you know what? Somebody that's going to have kept, a Coleco vision probably is going to have other like vintage gaming stuff in there too. And then from that, he ended up getting all these vintage toys. And so it was like, so even a guy that didn't necessarily, he wasn't in the toy world or even the vintage gaming world. He's, he's not a vintage gamer guy either, but he recognized one thing in there and just in his mind is like, well, somebody that would keep that or value that would probably value Mm -hmm. other things from that era or that genre. So this might be worth taking a chance on and it paid off for it. So it really just does take that one thing that might catch your eye. So, well, and the the thing about it too is, is it, you know, it's the markets are always, if you find the right people for the right stuff, 
you know, there's no telling how much you can make off of it or how much value it is to that certain person. But, you know, that sometimes the markets are so finite that you just don't know, you yeah. know, but I mean, for Star Wars stuff, I mean, like I said, if I bought it, I'd probably just keep it for now. And my daughter inherits it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John says to uh, go get yourself a storage unit and just hang out there and see what <laughs> goes in and out and, and keep track and stuff. But uh looks like we got some ColecoVision fans in the chat here. <laughs> Gary says he's got a couple. That means uh, we can play, you know. <laughs> Somebody should make it possible to play two-player Atari games online against each other. Like, you and I could play Pong, JD. You know, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> You know, That's wouldn't right. that be a, a time well spent? Absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> well, I've got a, I've got a buddy the other day. I told him I, he bought an Oculus Quest and let me play uh, Beta Immortal. And I actually okay. had to play through the whole thing. So, of course, I had to buy my own, you know, <laughs> so I could play Tales from Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. Yeah. Now he's talking. Now he calls me and he goes, hey, man, let's play ping pong over Oculus Quest. I, I ain't got time for that, dude. <laughs> Well, really, really what this tells us is we need to be prepared to buy Gary's storage unit, because if he's got a couple of ColecoVisions, he probably has some other things we're going to want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let me let me put a picture up here of, of kind of the overall total of what I got here. Um, so you guys can comment on it. These are all the figures. These are all the figures that I ended up getting for the day. And you can see there's only a, a handful of, of weapons, but um, but those are the figures that I ended up walking away with from the two stops that I made. See anything in there that you might need? I, I might might see a couple things. We'll, we'll, we'll hook up after, after offline. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you my list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Get your list ready. Get your list ready. No, that looks like um, my childhood that I regret playing in the sandbox with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the the R2-D2s were, are awful. One's missing a leg and the other has no paint and no silver on the dome. So I think I might custom paint that I was, one. I was well, I actually might. with them together like that with the three legs, you just need to fuse them together and make some like Siamese <laughs> twin droid. Twin ion astromex. See, there you go. Yeah. I need a, uh, I need a loose Chewbacca for my uh, vintage collection. Uh, ATST. I'm using my millennium Falcon one right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so within this lot, I don't want to lose the parts. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's about 50, 50 on if they're in good shape or not. Uh, there's some that are really nice and some that are just shot, right? The, like, for example, the, the best bin Luke Skywalker has the loosest limbs of any non removable limb figure that I've ever seen. It also appears um, he might not actually have a face. Yeah, the there's very little paint on on his head altogether, um, but then but then you've got like like there's a stormtrooper that looks absolutely pristine, mm -hmm. 
which the, the biker scout looks like it's in good condition just from the picture you, you know yeah. what would come in real handy right now fellas that that book from read five designs oh oh yeah 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 well <laughs> if only it were out but it will be soon <laughs> it will be soon patience the, yes the time for ordering has ceased and we can we can get on to the next thing so um, yes, there's a Greedo that is in great shape up at the top. And then mm-hmm. the Greedo in the bottom, uh, right, co- left, right corner, sorry, uh, is missing, uh, an antenna and the four that are down the bottom corner there, they're all like melted or something. But anyway, how, those how are, are the figures. How are those Vaders? I see some capes there. Are any of those in okay shape? Um, one is really good. Uh, the other two are okay one's got a, a fairly torn cape but it's like there's good medium bad and then naked so uh yeah they were vader heavy in those two stops that i made yeah, they were. there's no hollow tube sand people there's no uh interesting variants or even taiwan versions of anything so there it's all pretty straightforward stuff uh, you do see a, a last 17 Anakin in the group, which was kind of a, a nice mm-hmm. little find. Um, but then the the really fun one for me was uh, was the vehicles. Yep, that came That's with beautiful. It. So, so this is this is everything together here. Um, that's not a figure. Uh, actually, and there's a shell of a Millennium Falcon that's not in the picture as well. So, um, everything mentioned before, plus a Chewbacca bandolier strap. That's awesome. That came with the box. The box is rough. The box is rough, but it's cool because the little foam padding things haven't all disintegrated. So there, there's still original foam in there. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty, you awesome. know, at this point, it's probably better off just to clean it out and <laughs> and throw it away. But the fact that it's still there a little bit is, I don't know, kind of cool to me a little bit. Impressive. Most impressive. I don't think you see very many of those bandoliers at all, let alone the boxes. So it might not be, you know, keeping it even if it's in rough shape would be good. So to that point, J.D., I, I haven't seen them a lot in, in my experience what I have seen are the little two little blue like accessory pouches. Holders. Those seem to be those seem to be pretty common, but uh, you don't see the the complete strap too much, and you definitely don't see the box too much. So um, again, everything in there works, which is awesome. And then the, the box is in pretty good shape, and it came with a set of instructions. So it's very good cool. stuff. It's a good haul. It's a very that good is haul. a good haul. So we'll see what I end up doing with it. There's a bare naked uh, ladies, wait, uh, <laughs> Millennium Falcon that uh, I'm going to get a sticker sheet for too. So it'll it'll be complete with new stickers. Yeah, you so just you to go. On, you said you went on eBay to find sticker sheets for that. Did you talk thought about yes. going like to Etsy and stuff like that for like the uh, the uh, the ball and all that kind of thing? Um, you know, so Josh and I kind of park our cars in the same garage where we don't buy repro accessories. Oh, um, 
not that there isn't a, a purpose in having them, but I, I just, I'm afraid that somewhere down the road, inadvertently that it just it might get tried to be pawned off as original and i would hate for somebody to feel like they got suckered i'm um, with you on that i i see that yep so but where we where we do seem to fall in line is that with you just can't find original sticker sheets and if you do the stickers probably aren't adhesive mm-hmm. so getting getting a modern set of decals that are in the uh, retro style um, doesn't seem to take away from the value of a properly working vintage vehicle. So, so where we we don't typically get reproduction parts or accessories, what we will do occasionally, if it like I'm definitely doing it for this because yeah. where else am I going to find decals for it? And it looks better with the decals on it. And is it going to affect the value of this if I try and sell it? If it does at all, it's only going to be a little bit because the important thing is that it'll be complete and the motor works and the, and the sound works. So if you got that going for you, the, the, the modern decals on a vintage item, I don't, I don't think that's a bad way to go. And I bought and I've sold vehicles with with uh new stickers on them and it and it doesn't really affect the price now that's not to say that there aren't people out there whose tastes prefer all vintage and that's fine but if we're going to make a concession it's with the decals but that's it yeah and that's what i did like with this x-wing and these i actually printed myself and cut them out with an exacto on a big like label sheet they're not nice it actually to me it looks well because it looks a little bit aged maybe it's the sloppy sloppy way i did it like i did it when i was a kid um it doesn't look bad but like you said like this is for me like i'm not selling this i'm not trying to get rid of it if i ever did i would make sure somebody knew hey these aren't original decals but like it makes it look better sitting up on the shelf same thing with the troop transport like i want to be able to just have it look like it did especially around the top because it had the little rectangles and like one one had the stormtrooper on it you know they had the little it was just a part of that toy that i remember so much yeah 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 i, I mean if people didn't if people didn't misrepresent it i guess it wouldn't be as bad but yeah you're right not having original parts a lot of people would try to you know if you had a reproduction yeah people mis- mislead it as being oh oh no this is this legit this legit and it, it turns out not to be so yeah yeah, just going through the the chat here. Um, yeah, Shabby, that was an ATST top gun for the hatch there. That there was a gun in there, but no ATST. Weirdly, um, no, there's no biker scout gun there, Gilster. The FX7 is in good shape. That's nice. Um, the two Jedi's, uh, they they're painted faces. They're not molded flesh heads. Unfortunately, I could use. <laughs> I could use some molded. Um, yes, David, the Wampa commercial for sure. <laughs> They're like, ah, Wampa, you know, yeah. <laughs> medical droids. The medical droids missing the baton, but everything else is there. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, the sand speeder's in great shape. Um, this was the from the first stop. This was one of the guys, the guy that I bought it from. That was his from a kid, and it survived. So uh, awesome. it, it's it's got a it's got a working lever for the wheels, mm -hmm. and it's got an unbroken windshield, which is pretty rad. That's pretty rare too. Yeah. Oh, I see. We are maybe being bad influences here. <laughs> Jump right in. The water's warm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I bought the uh, vintage collection Millennium Falcon that I wasn't going to buy. <laughs> Bad influences on this show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's how I keep ending up um, with things in frames that I don't have walls to put them on. <laughs> Amen to that. I've got a yeah two thousand. I got a poster you'd like. Uh, it's a two thousand and seventeen Princess Leia original from the uh, uh, celebration. But I haven't got a chance to frame and put up yet. That's fantastic. That's awesome. So, yes, Anthony, that is a Vader TIE Advanced uh, TIE Fighter there. So, yeah. Um, John says he used to wear his bandolier and put his figures in it and ride his bike over to his neighbor's house, which is exactly what you were supposed to do with that yep. particular toy. So... As far as we know, you could be the pic you could be the kid on the picture of it. That guy looks like one happy son of a gun, too, by the way. <laughs> so um left coast, this is actually a great idea. And and I am gonna do this because uh while while the parts minus the training ball are there. Uh, there are decals missing on each of the three Falcons, but there are enough decals there on the three of them to have one Falcon have all original uh, decals on it. So, yes, that is a great idea and uh, one that one that if you have the ability to employ, you certainly can. By the way, I think I have. If anybody should happen to need, I think I have a set of decals, vintage decals for an X-Wing, not not the damaged, not the battle damaged uh, X-Wing, but just a regular X-Wing. I think I have decals, original decals that have just been sitting in my extra drawer. If anybody needs them, including in the chat, if anybody needs them, DM me and I'll just mail them to you. You can have them. All right. They need to they need to go. All right. <laughs> If anybody needs some X-Wing stickers, let me know. Uh, but yes, Left Coast, great idea. Definitely a good collector tip if you can, if you have some options like that. Um, then that way you can put a clean set on, a naked one, and it's all clean. You don't have like some older looking vintage ones mixed in with some brand new clean ones. You know what I mean? So it, it looks consistent all the way around. Yeah, I know, John. Uh, some online forums, some some Facebook groups would uh, have my head on a spit if I revealed that I don't mind repro decals. Um, but to each his own. Do what you feel you must. All right, hey. I I do generally. I, I do generally have 
original everything in here, but I'm not opposed to the occasional decal. When you can't even like certain movies without having hate come at you. I mean, it's just, it's rapid. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Milky Way Skywalker. Um, those bandolier blue boxes were used for storing all the weapons. Basically we threw the bandoliers in the trash after a while and just kept the weapons boxes. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine the foam would tear out and then it'd be like, these aren't really useful anymore. So you just toss them, but keep the little blue pods to hold your accessories in. Speaking of foam, and you just you talked about this deteriorating foam a couple of times, and I keep thinking about something on Saturday. Um, if anybody saw Paul Sun Young Lee talking about getting to hold the Bigs Dark Lighter helmet, oh man, that Garrick Hagen actually wore, and like the foam that was on the inside, and he was like, it was cr like that. Every time you've been talking about that thirty and forty year old foam. I think about him telling that story and just how nuts that would be to be like, yeah, that dude, this is actually Big's helmet and the foam is still in it from the late 70s, early 80s. It's wild that some of that stuff can survive that way. Just like everybody's Dagobah play sets with the foam in it. <laughs> yeah. My you know, you can get replacement foam. Mm -hmm. You can buy replacement foam on eBay. I've done that a couple times. Yeah. And what were oh, the foam blocks for the garbage compactor on the Death Star playset too. <laughs> now my yeah. only question is is where's where's Mark Hamill's original helmet? Seriously. I hope Mark Hamill has that original helmet. I hope somebody's got it. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys remember a guest we had on last year. His name was Scott Kinney. But uh he's friends with uh Lawrence Kasdan who was a producer for Empire Strikes Back. Heard of him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no big deal. I think he's got a, um, I don't know, he's got like a Emmy or something. I don't he's know. He's done a couple things. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he told me that Lawrence has a, um, a complete Stormtrooper outfit from Empire Strikes Back in a, in a travel case. At his house. That's wild. It's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. His kids don't want it. He doesn't know what to do with it. Last time he, he talked can to him adopt. Anyway. He can adopt me. I'll be glad to help him with that problem. <laughs> call, call him. Tell him the three of us will share it. Seriously, there will be that share yeah, collectible yeah, we'll, you were yeah. talking about earlier. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's bananas, man. I mean, this is also the guy that gave Scott a tooth from the Sarlacc pit as a way to say thank you for helping him out mm -hmm. doing some stuff. He gave him a tooth yeah. from the Sarlacc pit. Cause wow. he was like, cause he was there out in the desert when they were filming mm -hmm. the scene and they were just going to leave it all out there. They were just going to let the sands of time bury it. And he told his assistant, Hey, go grab as many of those uh, teeth from the Sarlacc pit that you can carry uh, because they're just going to leave all this stuff out there and we're never coming back out here again. So get as many as you can. So he got about 20 of them or so. And uh, he's given them out over the years as a way to Amazing. say thank you. Like, how awesome hey, is that? Hey, and, all hey, I, and all I've got is Happy Meal boxes. I mean, come Jess, on. Is, is, anybody I mean, up for an is anybody up for an archaeological dig? Yep, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go see what we can find. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm down. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Uh, what do they call that? What's the history channel thing where they go dig for buried treasure? <laughs> There's a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. We could totally do that. I'll, I'll, I'll make that money pit. Yeah. Scott is a cool dude, man. He's got some fun stories. We need to have that guy back on. Um, <clears throat> oh, Hey, Maria. With T and Telly. If you would like us to peruse through your stuff and let you know what you have or what I think, then uh, definitely post some pictures on Twitter and tag us. And I'm sure a lot of the people in the chat here would, would love to see what you got. We do it. We used to do a, th- a regular thing. Hashtag show me your collection. Um, and uh, we would, we would actually go through and highlight people's uh, collections. Man, I miss that. We need to do that again. You need to bring it um, back. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I smell, I smell another special event. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got a plan for top five live, you know, uh, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Keep trying to get Gary on there. Gary's got a few things he wants to share. But, uh, yeah, can you imagine getting a Sarlacc tooth from a friend? Say thank you. Yeah. Imagine having imagine having any of the original props. Period. <laughs> oh, John says he knows people that go out there looking. That'd be cool. That'd be dang it! They stole our idea. <laughs> yeah, forget Oak Island. I want sarlacc teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's so true. I wonder how many um, people have stolen stuff from Tunisia. Yeah. Um, I have a rock from Tunisia. Don't tell anybody. But, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Was the screen used? Uh, yes, it didn't come yes. with a, <laughs> it did not come with a yes. certificate of authentication. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> when someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you see my comment uh, earlier? The joke about no, what was? There's collecting stuff outside of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If they included the wand with the proton pack, I'd have been a buyer. That's right. Yeah. You know, something outside yeah. of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old proton packs. Those are. Have you seen the one for HasLab? Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. spiffy. It's nice. Yeah. It's real nice. If I had a little bit worse willpower, I would probably get that. And the Sky Striker. Holy cow. <laughs> I had one of those. Okay. Um, now, I told you that there were going to be two vintage toy questions, uh, trivia questions, trivia type questions. For you, brought to you by John from Awesome Geek Show because he identified what they were for me. Uh, the first one was I'm gonna the sleeve stack. No offense. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go big here. Um, it was a Battlestar Galactica figure, uh, an onion or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. All right, uh, you two guys that are on here with me. I'll give you the opportunity here. Maybe you can have first crack at this. Do you know who this figure is and what movie slash toy line 
he came from. Oh, oh is that um, Ming the Merciless? Isn't it? Dang it, you beat me. Is that from Flash Gordon? Uh, yes. Correct, Amundo. And John tells me that this figure did not come with any accessories, so he is complete. But yeah, Ming and the Onion, uh, the Ovion, <laughs> they came o Ovion in the... Uh, yeah, Ovion Kenobi. They came uh, in the in the in the sets that I bought this weekend. So very cool. So it's pretty uh, pretty unusual. Did Did you guys ever collect the Battlestar Galactica or or Flash Gordon figures? Nope. I, I think I had one of the ships. I can't remember the name of it, but one of the uh, fighters from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. And man, Flash Gordon was, yeah. I mean, that's got to be kid stuff for all three of us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've, <laughs> full disclosure, guys, I've never seen Flash Gordon. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> I've seen all the Star Trek movies. <laughs> but you know what? I, I know that's apples and oranges, but I, I know I need to. I know I, for the soundtrack alone, I need to, but yeah, I never have. I, and it's well, not because I'm not, I haven't, I just haven't had an opportunity to, I haven't been like, Oh, it's on and I'll watch it. Or, or when I was a kid, like somebody had it and we watched, I mean, there was just never, it was just never in my circle. So. Well, then do you know, then you don't know the uh, link between uh, the force awakens and flash Gordon then do you? Um, Nick, <laughs> this Voltron count. I feel like I should know, but I can't come up with it. You named the character in Flash Gordon. What was his name? Ming the Merciless. And who was he played by? Oh, Ming the oh, Merciless. Oh, Lord Santeca. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Max von Sydow. The, the three-eyed raven. Yeah, that's uh so yeah, I guess I did know that. I guess I did know that. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm apologizing to everybody in the chat here. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've never seen Flash Gordon and I know I need to. It's a fault of my own. Um at this point as a as a man in his 40s and Star Wars lover, I I know, I acknowledge, I receive the vitriol. I You had to know uh, you were going to get some hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're nerds, the Buck, I was I was into Buck Rogers and loved Battlestar Galactica, but just Flash Gordon just never was on my radar. I, I, uh, I'm sorry. I, I will, I will correct it. I will write this wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Maria, you can tag uh, me at Hall of Chronicles and and then whoever you want. Uh, I know we're in a chat group together, so. Um, you should be able to find me if you haven't followed already. I think, I think I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel, but that doesn't help on Twitter. Anyway, um, the Cylon Raider as a kid. Yeah, those are, those are rad. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> that, hey, that, All does, right. Not let, that does not spirit. let you off the hook, man. That is not I like know. you off the I know. 
but now I know that I'm not alone, right? Yeah. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You're in a very small group of people. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially amongst this group of people. So, yeah. Shabby, uh, the next time I'm, I'm over at your place, maybe we can watch it with your kids and see how much they like it. We can do a movie <laughs> review with them. That might be a, a good 15 minutes. I agree, uh, Shabby. I agree, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, Steve has invited me over too. Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the Queen soundtrack alone should be reason enough for me to go give that, uh, to go give it a watch. But, um, but yeah. Okay. Well, um, guys, thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate that. It was fun talking about uh, a, a lucky weekend of hunting. Um, and it's always good to share it with your friends uh, because you guys understand that these, these kinds of deals don't come up often. Absolutely. And, and yeah, sometimes I do feel like I'm a, I'm a, a dog rescuer, but with star Wars toys and, and I can't help myself uh, at times. Got to save them all. That, that, yeah. It sounds like, it yeah. sounds like with the deal you got, it'd be hard for anybody to pass up. Yeah. Um, Richard O'Brien was in that film too. Writer, the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Another movie I've never seen. <laughs> uh, okay. I've never seen a Rocky Horror Picture Show either. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I know that's sacrilege to some people too. So, and again, great soundtrack. So, um, I, I think we probably better wrap this up before I say another movie <laughs> that I haven't seen. That's right. You're and losing, we're losing, losing Strange by the by the volume here. Yeah, I have seen Strange Brew, Gilster, yes. Um, I have seen The Godfather, all of them. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh <laughs> thanks, Shabby. Um, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh yeah, thank you, Gilster. Thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight, filling Absolutely. in with a little content when my buddy Josh um, is off on business. Uh, next week, we're probably going to go on Tuesday night, just so you guys know in advance. Um, but happy hunting to you all. Nick and JD, thank you for hopping on here with me. Anytime. I appreciate it very much. Anytime, buddy. And there's Anytime. Some there were some new people in the chat tonight, too. And, and thank you for finding us. Thank you for hanging welcome, out. Welcome, welcome it's a big toy community and we're here to help in any way we can. Hopefully you can find a collector tip throughout this show this evening that, uh, that might be helpful on a future hunt for you too. Um, without any further ado, uh, go, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> go to bounty hunting 56 minute mark, uh, on the, on the show that we did this weekend and watch this dog tear into my foot off camera and i don't know what to do i don't know what to do it was it made me laugh so anyway thanks guys appreciate you hanging out john thanks for staying up so late uh and the rest of you guys too uh enjoyed the evening with you as always um let me hit my my banner here uh go play with your toys